0: Hello, 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 hello. Welcome, welcome. You're like, what what was taking so long? What was taking so long? Um, Well, I sat down here and I realized I uh, had to go tinkle. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Here we are. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. On the 29th of September, 2022, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. From The Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Now, I just don't understand the whole, okay, well, we live uh, here, but uh, we're thinking about moving to Florida. Well, okay, pros and cons, family meeting, let's go, gather around, family meeting, pros and cons, living in Florida. Pros, amusement parks. Cons. Ride may kill you. As remember we, what we saw with uh, Black Hodor. Pros. Warm climate. Con. Above 100 degrees every day nine months out of the year. Pro. MAGA. For some of Con. MAGA. Con. Fairly decent sized chance that every few years we'll have to evacuate, see our home being destroyed on TV, and then have to start over. Hmm. Let's think about this. All right, let's do it. Let's move to Florida. Florida. I was uh, in my brain going over the people that I know who are in Florida that I care about. And uh, looked up JT. That is uh, my old program director from WGRD. He's way far away. Okay, good. Then I looked up another program director. Uh, It seems like all my old program directors live in Florida now. Looked up my buddy Rick. Fort Myers, which is like ground zero of this disaster. Holy cow. Uh, Boy, I I just realized that I forgot this to get this clip ready. It is a clip of uh, uh, Jim Cantori, who is the uh, uh, weather channel guru, the guy that, uh, you know, you remember him for lots of years being on TV. Being right in the center of the storm. It's this guy's job when the when the bad weather hits to be in it. Audio check, video check. Look at this. I I don't think I recall ever seeing him in as intense of a storm as this. Uh, Fly by. Look at that, he almost gets hit by a, a tree limb. Well, he did get hit by a tree limb. All
1: right, you know what? <laughs> I think I'm just
0: gonna come in here for a second. Look at his street sign, it's bent over completely. Just give me a second. I think the biggest risk is getting hit by flying debris. If, if the risk of getting hit by flying debris wasn't there, I would want to experience this at one point. Okay, now look at it. It says wind speed in Punta Gorda, 61 miles an hour. I think what he's experiencing is much faster than 61 miles an hour. Jim, you all right? I'm,
2: I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I just, you just can't stand up.
0: He's got to totally lean into it. All right, I'm just going
1: to, I'm going to let you guys
0: look at the pictures. Okay. I'm- wow. Uh, ultra intense. The Sun is rising today. I'm trying to pick up the pieces, but to my point, I don't get it. Why you would want to even live there. How, how short does your memory have to be? Rom says, why is he even wearing a raincoat? It's basically a sale. Maureen says they were wearing baseball helmets to protect themselves from flying debris. Yeah. They needed to wear like, like a, like a hockey mask, you know, like a helmet with like the bubble, the plastic bubble on it. Just, oh, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, so you know, you have your choice of uh, Florida, where it's that fucking hot that long, and then you know a great state like Michigan, which is superior in climate to most other states. You get four genuine seasons here. I just don't understand. Um, I, I, why would you? Why would you? There is never a threat for your life to end or your property to be destroyed in Michigan, unless if there's a tornado, and that's very rare. You all must move here. It is an oasis of awesomeness. You can snowmobile, you can jet ski, you can go fishing, you can go ice fishing, you can do all that stupid hunting shit. You've got uh, forests. You've got hills, you've got mountains, you got everything here, but these assholes love swamp with massive 500-mile-wide hurricanes blasting into them. I just do not understand. Kenny says, "Can I move there?" Yes, of course you can move. I don't know. You've got a, you've got young kids or a young kid. I don't know if that would work for you, but you should. You should. It is absolutely perfect here. I just don't get why people want to live in Florida. All of those, just that big negative of we could get hit by a hurricane. No one even considers that. What is wrong with you people? Well, not you people, unless you live there. There you go. Huge alligators, condo buildings that fall apart and kill people. Yeah, like the sinkholes and shit like that. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, that thing ripped through. Now it's on the east side of the state. And it's like a tropical storm now or Category 1 or whatever. But, oh, my God. My mother, God rest her soul, and Wally, the last one that hit this area was Charlie. Charlie destroyed my mom and Wally's place. They they decided, hey, I get, we got a great idea. Let's leave the family and move to Florida for the winter months. So they're snowbirds. You know, that's what old folks do. In the winter, they go to Florida. And you know what? Even though it's warm there in the winter months, there's still not much to see. It's not that picturesque of a place it's garbage so they go to this community where there's all sorts of other uh, mobile homes it's a it's a trailer park and uh it was about this time of year and uh wally was here in michigan with my mom and they had a a little like a a travel trailer at a campsite um Not a trailer park, but, um, this is here in Michigan, similar to the uh, campground. It's what it was a campground. Like I was describing on the show yesterday, minus the dumpsters in front of the building or in front of the uh, property. And, uh, he wasn't aware that there was a hurricane bearing down on Florida. And I described it to him where it was making landfall. And he's like, you know, an eyebrow raises up and he's like, Hmm. He immediately gets on the phone. And uh, talks to one of the old folks who lives at the trailer park. And uh, his buddy, uh, Lionel, picks up the phone. And when the guy picks up the phone, Wally can instantly hear. Hello! Lionel, how are you? Hello. Wait, what, what's going on there?
3: <laughs> it's weird.
0: By the end of the next day, Wally and mom's place flattened like the toilets are left standing and Wally goes, "Huh, hey, hey, might not have been a good idea? We might have to get out of there. Yeah. You think? So what? It's cold. Stay inside. Go for a ride. I don't know. No, you're not going to die because it's a little chilly ding dong. You don't go to the place where every year it's like a shooting gallery with hurricanes. So you know what? If anyone's house is damaged or lost, or if there's any, uh, uh, people who have suffered tragic consequences, so be it good. Leave Florida. Uh, Walk if you have to. Unbelievable. Yesterday, there was a hurricane of trouble for the president. The president is like, oh, my God. Thank God that hurricane is here so that it will deflect some of the damage that i inflicted to myself uh hold on a second i inflicted to myself when i spoke talking about this what was it the, the like hunger bill or something like that if you don't know what's going on the president was at the White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health. And this is like a big moment there because you had Republicans and Democrats working together to um, to work on this whole thing. To um, uh, This allows people who um, uh, have what's called food insecurity to be fed. So it's kind of a big moment, you know? I mean... If uh, people in the White House or in Congress, representatives and senators can't get together and agree that it's a good idea to to feed people when they're hungry, well, then we're beyond fucked. So they managed to stick together and come up with this whole thing here um, at the White House's first hunger conference since 1969. All right, now all you got to do there if you're the president is show up and say, you know, this is great. We can set aside our differences. And, you know, when it comes to the big picture of feeding people who cannot who are struggling to be fed, we can work together and we can come up this, uh, come up with this. So I applaud, even though I can't talk, I'm still sounding better than what the president did, because the president gets up there with a prompter and all this dick has to do is read it. Okay. But he kind of gets off track. And the big issue here is a uh, representative from Indiana, Jackie Walorski. Jackie Walorski is a Republican who Biden, the White House, was working with along with Jim McGovern, Mike Braun, Cory Booker, and, uh, and this lady, Jackie Walorski. Well, crazily, uh, you know, actually, let me, uh, let me, let me play for you the problem. So many. Of you- let me play for you the problem, in case you don't know, because some of you might not even be aware of this, of what happened. Audio check, video check. Now, here he is. Here he is. He's he's talking to these
3: people. You know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor Senator Braun. Senator Booker.
0: Okay, t- time out. Before he gets the real bad part, the lack of sharpness in his speaking. You can see him kind of looking with those dark eyes. He looks possessed.
3: <laughs>
0: he is, his brain is mush. Yes, he can read, but this man is ill. And I am not even fucking around here. This is, this is makes me sad. This man needs to be, uh, in a care facility. Okay.
3: I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie. Are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here.
0: Jackie's dead. Walorski died uh, like not long ago. Oh, my God. Walorski died tragically in a car accident that also killed two people from her office. Uh, She was the co-chair of what's known as the House Hunger Caucus. So this is fucked. Okay. Um, And, you know, if you're him. Oh, he, he's not he doesn't have any idea that this happened I can promise you that uh, the spin afterwards is is ridiculous because um someone at the um, at the press conference or whatever or the briefing talked about it and asked the question to the White House press secretary I, I forget her name. Something Jean Pierre, Pierre, I don't know. And um, this is the this is the explanation. Audio check, video check. Let me back this up. Do the whole thing
3: again. I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Govern, Senator Braun, Senator Booker.
0: He says Representative Govern. It's McGovern.
3: Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? yeah she's dead I didn't think she was, she was cool.
2: gonna be here today the president appeared to look-
0: where's jackie I didn't think she was gonna be here what
3: Are you here where's jackie i didn't think she was she was gonna be here
0: no he said i think she was gonna be here
3: come on Senator Booker representative jackie are you here where's jackie i didn't think she was she was gonna be here now
0: now he's been told that she's dead months ago, or however long it was ago. And he's well aware of it. He's well aware of her death, but it's left him.
2: Today, the president appeared to look around the room uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month. He seemed
4: to indicate she might be in the room. Well, the president w- was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on... Uh,
0: I want you to pay attention here because she's trying not to make it look like she's reading. But she is. And, you know, we all know that the only appropriate answer that she can say is, yeah, he forgot. But this is what she comes up with. seemed
4: to indicate she might be in the room. Well, the president w- was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had, uh, he had already uh, planned to welcome the congresswoman's family uh, to the white house on friday there will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming friday uh, so of course she was on his mind she was of top of mind uh, for the president he uh, looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this coming friday
0: um, what's terrible about that is they're you know trying to trick you They're trying to dupe you. And I I don't think that it necessarily builds trust when it's clear there was a problem there. And that explanation does not line up with what the world saw. So it makes you and I ask, do you think we're assholes? Do you think we're idiots? This is so dumb. And no matter what side you are on, there's no way... To try to if there's if you see anyone anyone that is doing any type of uh, content creation or talking on the news or or whatever and they try to make it seem like that is not an issue, you should never ever ever pay attention to what those people have to say. Okay. Oh my god. How awful! How awful. Now, I know people might say, well, Eric, yeah, there you go. And that's why you shouldn't. It's like, well, hold on here. Hold on. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But this is awful. I mean, I've said for a long time on this show that he is not running the country. All right. That Kamala Harris and a series of people behind him are running the country. My point has always been just let him retire. Just have him say, you know what? I'm incapacitated and I'm going to step down. That'd be fine. I'd be fine with that. I don't give a shit. Okay. Again. So everybody's that we're all on the same page. Um, anybody, but Trump, that's how I feel. Anybody, but Trump. Corey says, given the alternative, I'd still rather have him. That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say. Josh says, if the Pope can quit, so can Biden. He should. His wife is a doctor, I think. I don't know what she's a doctor of. She might be one of those honorary doctors. She needs to say, yeah, come on. Let's just go get in the hot tub and forget that this even happened. Uh, there's more to this that I found interesting because we didn't see the whole clip there because the people in the press corps continued to, uh, pre- uh, you know, push the issue and ask follow-up questions. And this Korean Jean Pierre starts getting annoyed, uh, Jean-Pierre bristled at reporters on Wednesday when they repeatedly inquired about Biden's comments at the conference. Despite multiple questions about the matter during the White House press briefing, Jean-Pierre declined to acknowledge whether Biden had made a mistake. So you've got reporters that are saying, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we heard you, but he also did say, where's Jackie, which implies, I mean, the only correct answer is, uh, well, cremated or in the ground that's where she is she is no more she's dead i wish when he said that somebody got the nerve to say yeah she's dead just so that we can hear it come to she's dead asshole you know when uh
3: when hey where's jackie she said she wanted to be here where's jackie she put this all together where's Jackie?
0: she's dead you fucking dick Uh, when Jean Pierre was read the president's remarks about Walorski, she responded, "Well, actually, let me back up. Jean Pierre didn't decline to acknowledge whether Biden had made a mistake. Instead, she insisted that the late congresswoman was at the top of the president's mind when he made the comment, and at one point called a reporter rude for pressing the issue." Oh God. When uh, Jean-Pierre was read the president's remarks about Walorski, she responded, I totally understand. I just explained. She was top of mind, you know? Yeah, if something's uh, top of mind, like if if I'm sitting here going, oh, man, I love the Foo Fighters. Taylor Hawkins is such a good drummer. I wonder what the hell he's doing right now. Y- is he, yeah, is he still doing okay these days? I know he had drug issues. Oh. Yeah, I mean, of course I'm going to know he's dead. Because my I don't have dementia. He does. Uh, she adds, you know, what we were able to witness today and what the president was able to lift up at this conference, at this event, was how her focus on wanting to deal with combat food insecurity in America. And it's something he was lifting up and honoring. When CNN's Phil Mattingly pressed I like how even CNN is like oh, hey, hey what the fuck when CNN's Phil Mattingly press Jean-Pierre about why the president was and this article I'm reading is from CNN when CNN's Phil Mattingly pressed Jean-Pierre about why the president was looking for the dead congresswoman at the conference the press secretary said I don't think it's all that unusual to have someone top of mind especially as there's a big event. Come on. She denied that the president was confused or that there was something mistakenly on the teleprompter. That would have been a better lie. That would have been a better lie. Both terrible. If she said, yeah, some idiot wrote, where's Jackie? She wanted to be here on the prompter, but uh, we had him making it sound like it was off the cuff. But yes, that was a mistake on the prompter. It's definitely not the president's fault. That would be that would be more believable than this hocus pocus she's trying to do right now. Uh Jean-Pierre said the reporter inquiring about whether there was some sort of mistake was quote jumping to a lot of conclusions. Oh <laughs> shit. Adding if that had been the case, I would have stated that she would not commit to releasing the president's prepared remarks from the conference saying she wouldn't understand why that would be necessary. Oh, come on now. On most occasions, the white house typically sends out a transcript of the president's delivered remarks, which can differ from what's loaded onto a teleprompter ahead of a speech. Another reporter asked, yeah, well, the confusing part is why if she and the family are top of mind, Does the president think that she is living and in the room, which is awesome. I wish I knew who that reporter was. He needs a gold star. The question again. The confusing part is why, if she and the family are top of mind, does the president think she's alive and in the room? It doesn't get more between the eyes than that. She says, uh, press secretary Jean-Pierre says, I don't find that confusing i think that many people can speak to sometimes when you have someone top of mind exactly that now that is not a sentence those are just words with commas did you hear that i think people can speak to comma sometimes comma when you have someone top of mind exactly that She also said reporters should put the comment in the context of him giving shout-outs to congressional leaders on food insecurity and rebuffed a question about whether the president believed he handled the situation appropriately, saying he had answered the question multiple times, and my answer is certainly not going to change. Oh, my God. If I'm Biden and I do get a moment of clarity, okay, Uh, where he can go rogue and break free from the abuse that is being levied on him, the elder abuse of making him work, okay, like this, Uh, he needs to, at the next whatever time, he's near a microphone, say, I am very, very ill and someone needs to help, please help me. I am being held against my will for this job that I do not understand. I do remember that Jackie's now dead and I lost my mind there. Please help me, help me, help me. And then as they wrestle the microphone away from him, they take him away. And then this crazy lady, uh, will then come out, uh, up and spin it in some particular way. This is, this is freaking inhumane. Let this man retire. Ugh. Linda says, Jen Psaki's breathing a sigh of relief today that she left. There isn't anyone in the audience today that is uh, thinking, oh, yeah, that's fine. Tyler says, when my wife says, oh, honey, it's grandma's birthday today. I don't say, hey, why isn't she here celebrating? Because she's dead, even though she's quote top of mind. <laughs> Holy shit! So this uh, uh, press secretary, Jean Pierre, whatever the fuck, I think it's Katarine, What? I don't even remember. I don't remember her name. I I, I got to get it down. She's got too many names. I can only remember two. She must have been super drunk last night trying to forget this. Oh, Kevin Kuyper says my brother and his wife believe that he's fine. Is that would that be Matt? If that's even with this this scenario. Oh my god. Okay, now. To be perfectly clear, if I have to decide between a Republican, I take I take it back. If I had to vote for a Republican who believes that the election is not stolen and is not a MAGA fucking piece of shit, I would I would consider voting. Like what's the chick's name? Cheney, Liz Cheney. I would consider voting for Liz Cheney, but otherwise. I would still vote for Biden. That tells you where I am. I would still vote for the mush-brained old man. Oh, my God. Aram says Trump was better than this circus. Disagree. Disagree. And you're looking at the long-reaching effects... Of the fact that Trump is empowering the lowest of the low Americans, giving them a voice that should not be heard. Racism, inequality, all of these things are real, tangible things that have a foothold in our society now because of Trump. Because of Trump. So don't give me your Trump was better than the circus bullshit. You got to look at the lingering effects. All right. I want to thank everybody on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for paying attention to this ignorant slut, Eric Zane. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your time. But I have to kick you out now. All right? You have to go. If you want the rest of the show, it's available on, on uh, Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. You go to twitch.tv slash Eric live, give yourself a little fancy name there, and then hit follow, and then you can get the whole show uninterrupted. While you're there, if you have an Amazon Prime account, hit the red button, right, big red button there. Hit on that, click on that where it says sign up with Twitch Prime, and uh, then you fill out the little thing, whatever. I don't do it because I make the show. I don't watch it. And, uh, you can get the show without commercial interruptions as I'm talking. Otherwise, if you're watching, I might be on a rant or talking to something or about something or whatever. And then in the middle of the show, you'll see like a video ad. You sign up with Twitch prime. You don't have that. You have to do it every month too. So there you go. Otherwise download the show, the audio podcast, wherever you download podcasts, Apple podcasts, Spotify, or just go to my website, ericsane Okay. Have a wonderful day. I say goodbye to you now.
1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.
0: Of course, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by my friends at My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank Fuss. Okay. If you ever want to reach me the best way, I know it's archaic and and uh, really kind of not the way people do things uh, these days, just so send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and uh, say what you got to say. I would love to interact with you. That is the Shoreliners Striping inbox, eric at com. Okay. A former presidential candidate is dead. A lot of people remember the campaign from 2020 uh, when Coolio ran for vice president when porn star Sherry DeVille ran for the top office in 2020. That's hilarious and awesome. It's always fantastic when that happens. Uh, Cherie Deville was running on, uh, as a democratic, uh, uh, candidate. And she said, I need a running mate. And then she, she said, all right, Coolio, you're the man for the job. Well, Coolio dropped dead yesterday at 59 years old. This dude, holy shit. If you think back to 1995, yes. When he came out with gangsta's paradise, holy shit. Um, enormous hit. Number one for three weeks. He had a few other hits, nothing as big as Gangsta's Paradise. Um, And then, okay, and then you know you've hit it big when Weird Al parodies you for Amish Paradise. I was fortunate enough back in the day, back in the radio career days, to have a chance to talk to Weird Al. And he said that, The only person who has ever gotten pissed off. I take it back. There was two. There was Madonna and Coolio who got pissed off that Al did a parody. Coolio was one of those guys. He was not about it. Well, Coolio dropped dead yesterday. They don't know what the hell happened yet, but, um, there was nothing weird about it. I mean, there wasn't like a pile of, uh, there wasn't like drugs. Sometimes these famous people die. that has something to do with drugs. I don't don't think that was the case. At least not, uh, Uh, outwardly, there was nothing really seen. Um, he was at a friend's house yesterday and then, uh, the dude comes around the corner and he's like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? Uh, unresponsive on the bathroom floor. First responders pronounce him dead on arrival, on their arrival. Uh, cops have opened an investigation into his death. Foul play not suspected. Coolio's manager stated he appeared to have suffered a, uh, Widowmaker heart attack, 59 years old, rest in peace, Coolio. Last time Coolio was heard from was, I believe, in January. TMZ cornered him at the airport. Audio check, video check. Uh, Before I get to that, Josh says, Eric, you lied. First of all, I didn't lie. I have prime and I just got ads. I'm going to need you to get on this and fix it. I don't know what to tell you. Bang on Kenny's door. He seems to have it together. Kenny knows everything there is to know about this. And I'm guessing, and you got the little crown by you. You're right. I don't know. No idea. All right. Anyway, back. I got to stay focused. Coolio. They cornered him at the airport because some list came out about the best rap stars of all time. And, uh, He wasn't on it. And so he's like, what the fuck is going on here? Holy shit.
2: This cool mode. My name ain't even Hey, that's what I'm saying.
0: This cool mode. This cool mode. I like how in the in the clip he still has those uh uh the hair sticking out, but it's coming out of a hat because he's bald on top, but he's he's got enough hair that he can still do the uh uh braids. So he still hangs on
2: to that. The report card is blown, has blown up on on Twitter. Cool Mo D actually had to go and almost like apologize. Like, yo... This was—he was saying it was. This was taken in a short span, so I'm hoping maybe you know you're 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 a '90s rap icon. This was fucking me up. That's what, why I, why when when was this taken? It was in '99. '99? What you? you I should have been on there. I mean, Gangster's Paradise, no like one, two, three, four. Stop! Like, why were you not on there? Like, come on. You know what? I ain't never on.
0: I like how the TMZ guy—he doesn't give a shit. He's just trying to egg him on. He's gaslighting the fucker. Shit.
2: So. <laughs> Yeah, some of my songs was very, very simple. Like one, two, three, four it was really simple, really it was, simple. Cadence—it was a simple cadence. It was a simple, a simple. uh It was a simple uh, concept. Yeah. But it worked. Just like, just like Fantastic Voyage. I didn't even like Fantastic. Boys. Fantastic Voyage is great producer, song. Great song. He liked it. Yeah. And. I was like, man, I don't like this shit. He was like, <laughs> do it for me then. He said, what right. should I do for you, do it for me, and I did it. Okay, my first hit, my first platinum joint. So, yeah. you know, a lot of times, you don't you don't see what other, you gotta open that back up, a lot, so you so don't see good. what, let me see yours, bro. Yeah. You see what other Let me see yours, boo. People see. Jay-Z got a B. Is he, has he earned himself an A by now? Come on, boy. It's like rapper report
0: card. That's what it is. a
2: billionaire, bro.
0: Yeah. They gave Jay-Z a B. How do you give Jay-Z a B? Gotta give him an A, bro. He, hey, he
4: a plus. gave him
2: a B because he was going to be a billionaire. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> because he put, he put the work in, though. Yeah. You know, um, definitely, Jay-Z would get an A. And He would get 10s all the way across. So he got an A+. Plus. Absolutely.
3: Tupac got a regular A, not an A+. DMX Dmx will get get, get an A+.
0: DMX got an A+. I like it. There you go. Dead at 59 is Coolio. Rest in peace, Coolio. I'm not going to dog him. I'm not going to go back into his past and dog him. The last time I did that was when DMX died. And I got so much shit. Mike Logan beat the fuck out of me. And I'm like, fuck that. Everybody's going to call me a racist if I dog him. I'm not doing that. However, if I fuck up and die, you are all allowed to go back and talk shit about the stupid stuff I did uh, in in the past. You are, you have, uh, you are entitled to do that. Please do it. No problem. Rest in peace, Coolio. Kyle says, you got fired. I love that. People hold that up against me. Oh, my God. I'll never talk to you again. Why? Did I do something racist? No. You got fired. Oh, okay. Sorry. The idea that he's just wearing a hat with... Fake braids sticking out. LOL. That's awesome. Uh, Kenny has solved the issue for Josh. Reading not a strong suit for Josh. He says, yes, you linked your Prime account, but you haven't subscribed. How is... Okay. You realize little children can pull this off, Josh. Like, very young children can pull this off. You cannot. You've had to have your hand held every step of the way. All right? And you run into burning buildings and try to save people's lives. I think we should all be scared by that. Drew says, I had the same issue. I couldn't subscribe without paying. Would you just do what Kenny tells you? Just do what Kenny tells you, Drew. Oh, my God. Kenny says, Drew, you don't have the blue crown. You haven't linked your prime. Would you just take the time and read? Thank you, Kenny. Kenny is the guru on getting your Patreon fixed and he's the guru on getting your uh, Twitch feed all straightened out. He is, all right? Kenny has uh, been given uh, a ton of shit over the years, a historic amount of shit. He still from time to time gets it, but we are whipping that fucker into shape. And I'm very, very happy with that, both mentally and physically. And we're doing it the old-fashioned way. Insult him. Insult him until he gets it right. Uh, The Devil Within says, Fantastic, Kenny. Looks like you can help me with mine. See you soon. What? What? Aram says, you owe him, Eric, for all he does for the show. No, I don't. And I'm not giving you anything. I know what you're saying, though. You're making fun of our sensitive deniacs. Oh, how embarrassing. My God, I didn't want to. It was such a, a one-sided affair yesterday with the ass kicking that, uh, that I bestowed upon them that I don't even feel good about doing it for at least a couple of days. Um I might throw a a uh, a Facebook post up at them uh aimed I I I I got another round in the um in the chamber that I want to unload. Um but it was a very very fruitful day yesterday. Made me very happy. Um I'm considering going the route of creating a charity fighting event where it would be me against any of that group who wants to fight me. So I would be in the ring and then um, those dummies would take the go bus to the venue and then they'd all line up and then I would fight whichever one of them wants to fight to settle the score. And I would win. I'd beat all of them. Okay. I would beat all their asses. So Dean, Dean, Jason Schaefer, Andrea, Kate, Nick. Um who else is there? Oh uh Lisa Lisa Kay and her Karen haircut. Uh who else could I fight? Oh, um uh Adam the odd. He wouldn't need a mouth guard to protect his teeth. Uh Adam the odds uh wife with too dark of eyebrows. Um uh, and too bushy. Oh, Shelly Kaner, just a redneck. Jesus Christ. I would, I would love to fight every one of those people. And the only way I would agree to do it is if they all agree to fight one at a time. Okay? Um, I despise all of those people. And they need the shit kicked out of them. So I would be happy to do that, um... Uh, Maureen says, I think Jason Schaefer could take you. Sorry. No, no, no. Because all I do is point out the results of the background check on him. Oh, God, messy. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I've got that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. A little weird. Little reluctant to get into that. Even I am a little reluctant to get into that. Oh, no. Fire. F- look it! Fire. Linda says, I'm in. Huge can be the ring announcer. Kyle from Dumpster Divers and Moments. Join me on Patreon when this show is done today. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I got to pee again, by the way. But first, the open and live stream brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage, doesn't matter where you are in the U.S., the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage can help you. All right, four states where this won't work. Maine, uh, Alaska, Hawaii, and South Carolina. Otherwise, you're good. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Reach out to him today if you need a mortgage or refi. NMLS number 3035. A and E, heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. All right, so, you know, scheduled maintenance, you need a furnace tune-up. $79 bucks. a and e Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Call today. Do not just flip on the furnace without getting the tune-up. Take care of that. A&E Heating and Cooling. I'm on Cameo. Hire me on Cameo, Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. We've got a uh, insurance guy. That is, of course, Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. If you are without insurance right now, without health care, oh, my God. Um, I'm sorry, but you're not informed. You're not correctly informed because people are like, oh, well, yeah, I don't, my boss doesn't offer it. So that means I can't get it. So not true. So not true. You can get it. You just need to be informed. And the person who's going to provide that information for you and help you every step of the way is Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. So this is free, okay? Frank makes his money from the um, insurance companies when he puts you into a policy. Uh, It's healthcare.gov, basically. but And, yeah, you could go through that and figure that all out on your own, but who wants to do that? Have Frank do it for you as a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. 616-914-4070. My policy shop insurance. Okay. Do not go anywhere. Your old pal Eric Zane has to go tinkle. But before we do, before I do, uh regarding getting the show on Twitch linked up with your Amazon Prime account. Drew says, Kenny, it says they're linked. Kenny says, wait a minute. And Josh says, for the free sub through Prime, do I have to be on a computer actually, or will my phone work? I go to do it on my phone and it wants to charge me. Kenny adds, I think you have to be on a computer. If they link correctly, you get the blue crown. And then Bob says, Says, and you have to do it every month. So there's a step missing still. Corey says, phone is fine. Amanda says, I did it on my phone, but she doesn't have the crown. Oh my God. This is really, really concerning. I'm getting conflicting stories. Maybe because you're a content creator, Corey, maybe that's how you can use your phone. Linda says, oh, no, man, I got to do the Amazon Prime sub on my computer. Then go to Eric's page, and it should say subscribe with Prime. All, all conflicting stories. Drew says Twitch sure is easy to use. I know. Isn't that fucked up? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'll be back in a second, folks. I appreciate you. I think the Prime mystery is continuing. <clears throat> okay tonight the Ben and Eric patreon podcast is going to go down looking forward to that Ben and Eric patreon podcast 7 p.m Eastern time if you are on patreon you can be part of the live audience. Okay, and that's just absolutely terrific. And to do that, if you aren't getting the email that I send out, which will then send you the link. Let me know. Say, hey, I would like to be included in that. Hopefully I will remember to put Maureen on it. I always seem to forget. I think I got it last week. But uh, if you're on Patreon and you're like, well, I don't know. I don't I don't really know those people. It's awesome. You, You will fit in perfectly. We've got some amazingly hilarious characters that are part of the crew. Uh, Jimmy is a fan favorite. Uh, Chris is a fan favorite. Chris in Minnesota, who uh, we're wondering if one day he's going to murder his family. But uh, as right now, we say hello to, in theory, our pal, our boy, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Kyle, you're there. Okay. Now I heard him log in. It went ding dong. And I see it wants to join. And uh, Josh says over under on having to call via the phone. Well, I think we know the answer to that. Kyle from Dumpster Divers, brought to you by Dumpster Divers. If you need a dumpster, call Dumpster Divers. They'll give you a dumpster. Whoa, what's going on with this fucking thing, dude? <laughs> hey, buddy, how are you? Oh, just,
1: uh, I don't know, dude. I'm sitting here looking at it. just says uh, it's just black. Yeah oh no. shit there you are and I can hear you through the computer
0: Are you sure it's not yeah, through the phone yeah,
1: Well no I can hear you through the computer and I can hear you on the phone so I'm I'm getting double indemnity right now dude Okay
0: well we can't see or hear you on the computer
1: Yeah there's a button that says start video but I can't click it I think you have to click it
0: me? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. Yeah. I. I don't either. I don't either. I because for me, uh it's the same as it always is.
1: Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll click. I'll. I'll click leave, and then I'll click back in, and we'll see what the fuck happens.
0: Okay. Sounds good, and you can just stay on the phone with me. Yeah, for sure. Dude. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I I like how when I'm talking, I can then hear myself a second. Oh later. shit! Yeah, let
1: me put that on mute. Okay, all
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> now, as uh, as we wait for Kyle, uh, Cole is writing. Call Blue Frost IT. I heard them on a podcast. Yeah. Blue Frost IT doesn't specialize in, uh, you know, how to get Zoom to work. <laughs> uh, Stevie has a question. I'm sorry. Megan has a question. She says, can we get a dumpster, but then have you donate all of the stuff that you don't want? I think that's something you do, right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, we do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See here, it says it's connecting the audio. audio.
2: audio. 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 Oh, wow, that's
0: weird. that's weird.
4: Yeah, why is your voice so high pitched?
0: Okay. Oh, wait, it says Am I uh, in my end now? Yes. In All right, All I'm, right gonna I'm gonna, gonna, gonna hang, up hang up the phone. The phone. Well. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm gonna hang it up. <laughs> all right you are you can in. hear me? yeah it's great all right great. the thing is though when i when i speak in real time i can then hear myself coming through you
1: still even though i hung up the phone
0: okay i think it's good now i think we got it man hell yeah dude <laughs> All oh, right, boy. I think that that may have been one of our biggest clusterfucks that we've had while getting this show going, but you know, I kind of look forward to it these days.
1: I know it is kind of like uh it's kind of like a like a like a stick now,
0: you know what I mean? <laughs> the the audience members are like, "Okay, I know what's going to happen. Here it comes." And sure enough, they're like, "Ah, fucking shit, you know?" Hey,
1: uh I know. It's always Zoom, though. It's always Zoom's fault, in my opinion.
0: Uh, so with Megan asking that question, um, have you found anything amazing lately in a dumpster or had to pull out of a house that was like, oh, boy, we can use this?
1: Um, no, we haven't found too much lately. It's been, it's been crazy busy, um, which is good, um, but it, it does like uh, cut down on the time that we can do sweet-ass shit with, uh, with, the, with the stuff we find. But, um, we have been like recycling a lot of stuff. Like we recycle like a bunch of, I like, just like, people keep putting like their smokers in the dumpster now. Um, and they, they don't work, which is the bummer. But, um, yeah, I've been, I've been recycling the hell out of those. dude.
0: Don't you have that? How come it's not a good idea to throw a TV in a dumpster?
1: How come it's not a good idea? Yeah. Well, depends. Like what kind of TV?
0: Well, isn't there like a special charge for a TV?
1: yeah it, but it only like the old style ones or the tube TVs. because um, the, the tubes, I guess have like some hazardous shit in there and so the the landfill have to they have to like take the TV apart and take those out. Oh, the flash screens are free. The flash screens are you know they're new age. it doesn't matter.
0: Okay, gotcha. Hey, let me ask you this when you when all the shit gets dumped into the landfill, is that eventually gonna be buried? and then just left there
1: oh yeah for sure
0: that's that's how that works
1: i i know we talked about this before i don't know like what happens like in the pile like i know like they probably like they burn off it and shit and i think there's like some bacteria and like organisms they put in there to like eat shit um but i don't know like the science of it like you i don't see the hill getting any smaller so i don't i don't know what's going on
0: is that land ever used? Like, can they build like a neighborhood on it <laughs> later on, like in 50 years?
1: Uh, they probably, they probably will. And then it'll probably become like a political issue for sure. Like a, like a
0: super fun site. You know, your, your house is, is this, is over nuclear waste or some shit.
1: Right. That's See, yeah, people do. People put fucked up stuff in there. Like they get all mad. At, like you're not supposed to put like paint or oil in there or whatever, but like, 10% of the time, like, we dump the dumpster and there's a bunch of oil and paint coming out and then the landfill gets all pissed. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, then they charge you for it and whatnot, but it's like, that, they don't do anything with it. It's still just going to be paint and oil just sitting in there, so, who uh-huh. knows? It's, it's all fucked, dude.
0: Um, yeah, I often wonder, that's one of the things I think about, like, um, when is there ever a possibility we could run out of space from just, from just our trash alone?
1: Dude, there is, and I keep... I keep trying to rack my brain and I'll never figure it out, but I'm, but it's the intention that I'm telling you about is I want to come up with like this product slash thing where you can just fucking eliminate the trash. You know what I mean? I think we talked about this before. You told me that it didn't make any sense and we can't do it, but um, I want to come up with something to like revolutionize the trash game. I just don't know how to do it.
0: Did you hear about the guy in the recycling facility um, who fell into the shredder?
1: No, but that's fucking awesome. Did you show a video?
0: <laughs> no, the, the, it was so bad. Um, <laughs> it was so bad that they didn't know where he went and they thought he like was a missing person. Okay. And then, so yeah. they like, were looking, Hey, where, where, where did he go? And then, um, uh, and you, and you've seen an industrial shredder, what it can do to even, you know, well, sure. right, I right. mean, they're, they're intense. Um, and so then they're like, ah, oh, well, I, I don't know where he is. So then they they bring a cadaver dog, and the cadaver dog can't even detect anything. And then, Damn. like, three or four times later, they, they found, like, one little chunk of man meat. And they go, I think we got him. And then they tested it, and they go, that's him. And so he, <laughs> fell, he fell into the fucking thing, and uh, he was mixed in with, like, three tons of of plastic and metal
1: damn dude that's you know the, the crazy part is like you don't think about that often because you know your life is like whatever it's like it's your life like you know work entertainment repeat all that type of stuff but um yeah like workplace accidents like it, from the beginning of time, it's probably like a staggering fuck number. You know what I mean? Especially back in the old days when they didn't give a fuck about nobody. You know what I
0: mean? Well, and the thing, the thing about those shredders is if you've ever seen them, there's very little safety stuff uh, at the, where you put the, the metal. I mean, if, if you oh, have yeah, one, it. one strand of hair, the next thing, you know, your, your head's in 8 million pieces.
1: Yeah. You gotta be fucking careful. I worked in a factory for one summer. Um, making car parts um in college because it it was my aunt worked there and it was closing down so they needed they wanted to like pay college kids like dirt fucking cheap to finish the work which is whatever um but so i worked in a factory and that place was fucking scary dude there's just like yeah just like dangerous shit all over the fucking place especially i mean it was a car factory so i guess that or a car parts factory so that would make sense but it was freaky dude especially because there's robots in there that like you got to like program the robots to like b- do this shit. And it's like, it's a robot dude. It's just going to do whatever it's going to do. So it could fucking, <laughs> if you walk in the wrong place, at the wrong time, you're screwed.
0: Uh, did you happen to see the clip of Joe Biden asking where the dead lady was?
1: <laughs> no, but that's not, that's on, that's on brand.
0: <laughs> so there's a, uh, it's a meeting to um, this group of both Republicans and Democrats had a big conference about ending, ending hunger. It's like the house hunger caucus. Okay. Uh, and so Biden is happy because both Republicans and Democrats work together. In, so it's bipartisan. And uh-huh. the lady who uh, came up with the, who chaired the whole thing was Jackie Walorski or something like that. She's from Indiana. 58-year-old lady from Indiana Republican and Biden wants to acknowledge her to acknowledge along her. with all the other people. The problem is she's been dead for a month and a half. <laughs> she got in a car accident, Jackie Wallarski, and but Biden and he knows that, but he's forgotten or something. So, uh this is Joe Biden um addressing the the group of people. You you can see at least part of him, right?
1: Um, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm watching the visuals on Twitch, which is delayed. Okay. From the Zoom thing. So all right. I can see him now. Yes.
3: You should be able to hear this. So many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here for including bipartisan elected officials like representative governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. I don't, I don't I was, hear it.
0: Okay. Uh maybe maybe you couldn't hear it. I could hear it on my end. He is uh he actually turns and goes, Jackie, where's Jackie? Jackie's supposed to be here. She's dead. That's,
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's good entertainment right there. That's good TV.
0: So what's been going on in your world, Kyle? What do you want to talk about today?
1: You know, um, I actually, I wasn't going to talk about this, but you reminded me of it when you're asking about dumpster divers. Get this. We, <laughs> this is, I think last week or two weeks ago, maybe. Um, but anyways, there's like, you know, you got like your regular customers and you got like your contractors and whatnot, but then you got like third party companies that are in different states or whatever. And um, they're, they're like property management companies or whatever. And so they'll just like call you like, once in a blue moon to do a job so this dude calls us um and there's like the walmart down 28th street in Cascade. okay and he's like he's like we need to hire you like today like right now to do like a junk removal at walmart and we're like okay like what's the job and he's like so he sends me these pictures walmart and this is funny i mean if anybody in the crowd works at walmart i'm sorry but this is gonna <laughs> this is a, kind of a joke at your expense but uh-huh so, Walmart had a, the good intention of trying to recycle all their foods, like their fruits and their veggies and whatnot. Yeah. Like uh-huh. when it went past the like the goodbye date, then they would throw it in these bins and then they would donate that for like homeless people to eat like immediately, right? Sure. But it's Walmart employees. So like there's rules you have to follow, like, hey, don't throw meat in here and don't throw plastic in here and don't throw cardboard in here, right? But they did. So, anyways, the company that was like that, like they partnered with to pick up the bins and bring it to the homeless shelters, whatever, like they got there and they were like, we're not fucking picking this up, dude. You threw a bunch of meat and fucking like terrible shit in there, right? So, anyways, then the Walmart guys or the employees proceed to wait like two months before they tell anybody about this, right? So those gross now all the fruits decayed and the meats it's all, it's terrible right. Ah. And so it's sitting there and then um, then they finally let their property management company know and then, so they called us and they're like they're like send me pictures they're like it's pretty gross. So it was like two little dumpsters. It wasn't actually that much. It was probably like 3 cubic yards total. But um, he was like I need you to like go there scoop the shit out of those dumpsters into your dumpster and then go empty that right i look at the pictures and um i i didn't want to do it because it looked fucking gross right and emilio didn't want to do it so i said well tell me this amelia i go i go what's your fuck you price which if anybody out there is wondering a fuck you price is like we don't want to do it so we'll just tell you a really stupid price okay and hopefully you go away but um so was like, oh, how about 750 bucks? And I go, nah, I'm going to tell him a 1,000 bucks, right? <laughs> so I told him, I was like, I was like yeah, we wouldn't want to do it, you know, unless it was like a 1,000 bucks. He was like, all right, we'll take it. And I was like, are you fucking
0: kidding me? Oh, my God. So, so anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, so the amount of time, since it isn't a lot, yes, it's awful, but we're looking at the sc- – basically you're getting charged for gas, or, or you're charging them for the gas, the use of the dumpster and the manpower to put the shit into the your dumpster.
1: Yeah, normally, yes. But then in this case, we were also charging for there was the gross factor.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. So you add to that. Normally that's a lot yeah. cheaper. You get I would go five grand. You should have changed. Well, wait a minute, did I say a thousand? I meant to say five thousand, fuck face.
1: I know. And here's the thing. Like, I know once he was like, he was quick too. He was like, We'll take it. And I was like, fuck, dude. But, um, so anyways, then you got, then me and Amelia are out there with shovels, just going to town and this stuff. Right. And, um, yeah, I guess that's, that's really the whole story. But, um, we did that like last week or two weeks ago and made a quick grand off of it. I mean, it took us like <laughs> an hour and a half, two hours, but it was,
0: do you was have, um, to... do you have respirators? Do you, do you wear respirators?
1: Yeah, we do. But, um, we didn't, I mean, in that case it was just fruit. So like it didn't, it didn't actually smell that bad. Um, cause it was but um and like there was not that much meat in there and it was all kind of buried in the fruit so it wasn't like the smell wasn't gross but it was like the juices were the gross part i mean
0: yeah and so you're like standing in that so basically when you take a scoop a shovel do you then have to carry the shovel scoop to your dumpster and throw it in there yeah oh shit did he did he pay I'm sorry, did he did he pay cash, Venmo, or check? They,
1: yeah, he just, uh, by card. He, okay. I just sent him the invoice. I was like, pay that thing, and he did.
0: So that's like a pay in advance deal.
1: Yeah, man, we wanted that
0: that G. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, all right, what else is burning on your brain? Oh, wait, wait a minute. Before I get to this, I want to tell you about this. I was talking about this Monday on the show. I was driving up north on 131 and up by big rapids. Have you been up there that uh, recently?
1: Not recently, but I know you're talking
0: about, there's a big drop down to one lane. As you get into it, listen to me, fucker. There's a sign. There's a sign that says, use both lanes. And by God, they did. They used it. The only thing is about 50 yards before the sign that says merge here. People were getting over about there. There was one vigilante asshole trucker, but otherwise they use both lanes, and people are getting it. And I want just wanted to say, fuck you uh, about that.
1: No, dude, this is this is propaganda, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why you you. I feel like you're making this story up, and I'll tell you why, because. The sign that says use both lanes, nobody's reading that fucking sign. That's how we get in the problems in the first place. So I know nobody read that sign, and I know nobody used both
0: lanes. Uh, No, no, this is a true story. (laughs) Kyle even confirms it. He writes, I saw that sign when I went up north, and I thought about this exact thing. We are getting more people. Bullshit. We're getting more (laughs) people on the pro zipper merge train. People are getting it. And only dumb fucks like you are making this a terrible thing.
1: No, dude. It's uh, it's uh, I'm anti zipper dude.
0: <laughs> and of course, I was traveling 55 miles an hour in the, in the camper.
1: <laughs> to make it, did you reverse in the camper, or were you still uh, staying in the right the whole time?
0: Oh, I stay in the right the whole time. Um, uh, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bother. I didn't want to go down that road and uh, and cause everybody trouble. I just kind of laid low. But I, you know what I've noticed since I drive so slow all the time? The other day, I was in like a, uh, uh, one of those areas around, you know, Hudsonville area where it's 50 miles an hour on a road like uh, Chicago Drive. And I felt like I was going like 95 miles an hour, man.
1: In the camper, you're saying? No, no, just a car.
0: My wife Wait, gets... Were you, were you going 95? Were no, going I, was, I was going 50, but I always drive so slow That it's, Mm. I felt like I was breaking the law. My wife is like, come on, you dick. Just get into the gas.
1: Dude, it's rough right now in like the Hudsonville slash Allendale ish area. Like there's construction on every road that I can possibly take home. So I'm just getting screwed every fucking day, dude.
0: Good. You deserve that. No, dude. um okay what else is there anything else burning on your brain that you're excited about looking forward to that you want to talk about right now um
1: yes so i thought of. i've been trying to like think of like weird ass hilarious stories from my past um to to tell you guys to like crack you up but only ones that are like have like a certain level of weird factor which i think like the couple couple previous stories i told you met that level so i thought of another one dude um this is gonna this is made even funnier by the fact that and you guys know this that midgets freak me out dude like they just are they just freak me right out
0: i don't i don't think i don't think they call them i don't think they call them midgets anymore
1: well i do (laughs) i'm calling them midgets dude
0: all right anyway
1: so anyways that's what makes this story funnier so cue back to 2007 2008 which was my first year of college right um so i so what i did in college is i lived with my grandma because my grandma lived right across the street from grand valley which is where i went but this is the the cruise part this is for everyone to make sure they fucking understand she went to for like most of the school year right she would leave in like october and then like come back and like April, right? So, it was basically just me, just living by myself, right? Which was freaking awesome. But I was eighteen too, and it was like my first like foray into like living by myself existence. So I was, you know how like the first time like you live by yourself, you are like a little like not scared, but like a little nervous that you're like, okay, I'm supposed to do be an adult, and I'm supposed to take care of shit and blah blah blah. but you're also mostly like i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want dude so i was living free right and so anyways by myself it was like in winter at some point and i was it was back when myspace was still around and so i'm on myspace and i like post like a bunch of like basketball stuff like videos and stuff i was like big into like sports back then right so anyways i get this friend request I think it, that's how MySpace works. Anyways, I got somehow got in contact with this dude, right? And he was, like, basically talking about basketball. He's like, I know you're big into basketball. And, like, because I like, posted videos of myself playing and shit. Anyways, come to find out, this guy's a fucking midget, dude. And so he's like, we're, like, talking about basketball. And, like, whatever. Like, I'm chill. I'm just talking to him or whatever. But he's like, I'm big into basketball. And then, like, sends me pictures of, like, him playing basketball. But he's a midget, right? So, like... I guess he was pretty, whatever, he was pretty good. Okay. I like like chat or whatever, but like mostly in my mind, I'm like, fucking just leave me alone, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. So anyways, fast forward like a little bit, like we didn't talk very often, but then he like sent me this message and was like, hey, I'm coming up to fucking Grand Rapids soon. He's like, let's meet up and play basketball, right? Uh Uh-huh. I'm like, no, dude. Like, like. 'Cause number one, like I have a very good like um I don't know what you call it, like a meter where like I'm always pretty sure that someone is actually like a like a like a child molester or like a like a catfish or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's what I so, think I was know. going on here. I think that I mean I I, I know, it,
1: exactly. So I'm like I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, I don't I don't really want to do that. He's like, Come on, dude. He's like, I thought you were cool if you played ball and like hang out and whatnot and I was like no, dude, I don't want to fucking do that, dude.
0: Well, <laughs> anyways, yeah, yeah go ahead. that would be tempting for me because I would love to actually play basketball with a midget, and because I would kick that midget's ass. Uh, I, I, I think that that would be great. But um, I think maybe that's what he's trying to do: tempt you with the hilarity of playing basketball with a midget, and then when you get there, it's not going to be a midget; it's going to be a gang of people, and they're going to rape you.
1: I know exactly so that's i know i the funny thing is i had both of those thoughts i was like one it would be it would be funny to play basketball with the midget and just fucking just toss a shot every fucking but then it, but i mostly was thinking i'm like dude this guy is he's most likely like am a lesser of some sort oh yeah absolutely so
0: anyways, i'm like no his name, name, is name is dean what's that his name was probably dean yeah
1: <laughs> So then um, after like, I, like, I, like, reject the midget or, like, potential midget, right? Then the potential midget gets fucking angry as hell, dude. And it's, like, verbally abusing me. just, like, going to town on me, right? About, yeah. yeah. Then, then he kind of brought credibility back that he might be a midget because he was, like, ripping into how, like, oh, you know, like, regular people, that size people are always, you know, like – playing like the the midget woe yes. is me card yes. or whatever so um anyways uh so then i was like no dude and then he like kept going and kept going and then i started getting pissed off so i just told him I, then i told him that midgets freaked me out and i i fucking don't want to hang out because midgets fucking freak me out dude and then he got r- <laughs> like really fucking pissed for like 10 like like 10 minutes as he was sending me this message and then he disappeared and I, ne- I never, I never heard from him again or whatever. But straight up, dude, I had, I just thought of that story for the first time in, in the fucking longest time, and I was like, midget slash molester, dude. That's good quality content right there.
0: Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Of all the things that you can be, that would be discriminated against, because you and I are not discriminated against because we're white. Okay. Uh, now if you could be which of these things do you think it's discriminated the most a midget or or a little person? Can you still hear me? Yep. A midget black guy or gay guy? Which of those do you think gets it the worst?
1: Uh, I'd say by sheer quantity, probably black guy.
0: Okay. So if you were doing like, uh, uh, NFL brackets. You got midget taking on black guy. Black guy would win that. And then uh, gay guy. I don't know who the gay guy could take take on. Is there another or another group that is uh, uh, what do you call it? Discriminated against? So we could come up with.
1: Um, let's. How about women drivers?
0: <laughs> well, got gay guy is going to beat women drivers. <laughs> So then you got blacks, Um, blacks versus gays, blacks win that. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, Who else? Um,
0: You could have, because I I, I love brackets. I love brackets. You know, if you were to try to find out the best, whatever. Old
1: people. How about old people?
0: Old people. Yeah. Okay. So the elderly midgets, black and gay, um, who would win between gay, gay and old gay would win, right?
1: yeah well i don't know like based on the times i feel like old people might be forgotten
0: right right
1: party more so maybe by by virtue of neglect maybe old people dude okay
0: (laughs) do you have any old people in your life
1: oh yeah for sure
0: like really old oh yeah what if your dad was alone and you had to wipe his asshole would you do that
1: I, I gotta hire that one out I think dude
0: <laughs> uh what your thoughts on the lions disaster last week nine and a half minutes to go uh and they up by 10 and they blow it of course they blow it
1: dude that was tough because so we I was gonna live stream the game um like I, like I said I was gonna but then we had like a bunch of technical difficulties at Cliff's house. And um so we had to stream the game through the computer. So then it was like, I can't do the podcast while cause we were streaming through the computer. So um yeah, so we're watching out in the garage. We got the chili because he bought like this huge projector, right? So we're watching it in the garage, which was sweet. We had the chili cook-off going, which was sweet. We had good lions vibes most of the game, so that was sweet. And then we just freaking lost it, dude. And that was yeah, that was like a quick that was like a quick emotional defeat, dude. That that sucked.
0: Um, for those who pay attention, you'll be able to understand, but some people don't even care about the lines, but that's okay because I want to say this. What I've noticed is and this game was a perfect example of that. First quarter, they're they're on fire, you know, two touchdowns. Second quarter, yeah. they again this happened where they forget how to play football. And yeah. then the Vikings come back. Third quarter, the Lions very good, again, very good again going into the fourth quarter where they then forget again how to play football. And I'm like – and I, I, I'm i getting annoyed with the gamble on fourth down Dan Campbell thing. Gan- Dan Gamble, I guess. And, uh, you know, and now we're going into week four. Swift's hurt. Um, and it's just – I'm starting to get a bad vibe about this team.
1: No, dude. Here, here's what I say, dude. I like to, I like going for it on fourth down, cause number one, nobody like you do it like all the time. Like if you if you play in Madden or whatever, like you always go for it on fourth down. But then like in the NFL, people are always punting and shit like that. So that's like you're like, dude, like let's go for it. So I like that Dan Campbell goes for it. And statistically, I think I heard that we scored 17 points. Um, after converting on fourth down so if we did punt in those times dude we might it might have been an ugly game for us so i say i say go for it on fourth down dude now then at the end we should have gone for it at the end of the game because that's the fucking point like we're going for it all game i think we went for it like six times go for it at the end dude there's there's there is no benefit in kicking the field goal you know what i mean all
0: right they host seattle this weekend uh you're gonna do, gonna you gonna do are you gonna are you gonna try to do a broadcast?
1: Yes. we I'm absolutely doing one.
0: All right, don't fuck it up. I won't. <laughs> okay. Anything anything in closing that you want to address? Um
1: Go line no, really just hopefully the fucking lions win, dude. And uh dumpster diver's been busy as hell. We're uh we're working through the process now with the lawyers to get fucking franchising going and get the trademarks all set and everything like that. So we'll be doing that. And then hopefully in 10 years, I'll be rich as hell, dude.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. All right, buddy. Have a good day. Be safe on the roads and uh, tell Emilio. What's the other guy's name? Tony. Tony. Tell Tony I said hi. All right. Sound good. All right, buddy. Talk to you. See ya. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Reach out to Kyle. Dumpsterdiversllc.com. He's absolutely awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's not like Elvis. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, I wanted to go over this with you. Uh, former NFL football player, Dick Butkus. Some of you might not know who that is, and that's kind of a bummer. Uh, Dick Butkus is looked at as not only the most dominant defensive player ever. Hell, and uh, I think there's an award called the Butkus Award. Butkus, you know, Butkus, B-U-T-K-U-S, Dick Butkus, which is the name of a guy who's going to kick your ass. That's a great name for a guy who's just a tough son of a bitch. The dude played his whole career with the Chicago Bears. Oh, my God. And so not only is he looked at as the greatest defensive player, he's a linebacker. He was known as the monster of the midway for the bears. He's also looked at as just being the greatest football player ever. People have said Dick Butkus is arguably the greatest football player ever from a bygone era. So you're talking about a dude in the like sixties and seventies. Now, I'm going somewhere with this because he recently was just put into uh, to be in charge for a period of time. The Chicago Bears Twitter feed where they said, Dick, uh, we're going to we're going to make you uh, you can do whatever you want. You're in charge of the Twitter feed because he's pretty active on Twitter for an older guy. He's in his 70s. This goes turns hilariously. But so audio check, video check. This is video, though of how fucking devastating this guy was. Now, I want you to pay attention because nearly every one of these just tackles that he's making, you'd get flagged for today. He's so brutal and vicious in his tackling that the way he tackles people, he whips them to the ground. And... Uh, he leads with his head on every one of these that's the way they tackled back then. audio check video check here we go look at him he's all happy His head is way too big for that for that helmet His face is almost like pushed up against that face mask you'll notice the way he squares up the running back or whoever he's tackling and how big his shoulder pads are. He just hits like a hammer. Look at that. Leading with his head right in the guy's back. This guy will grab you by the head, wrap you up, and whip you down. Look at this. He rides his head right into the ground. Big, fast, strong, doesn't stop, absolute animal. Look at that. He's getting blocked, shoves that fucker out of the way, grabs this dude, and just whips him down. Look at that. Look at that. Holy shit. That is such a penalty. Oh my God. He just rips that guy down by his head. Look at. <laughs> no flag. The NFL was way different. Look at- oh. That's a flag now. Dropping back in pass coverage. Kicks it off. Now he's like, get the fuck out of my way. Oh. 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 Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Penalty. You'd be kicked out of the league if you did this now. Okay. Uh, that's what Bob writes to. Every one of those plays gets a flag. Now, the NFL is way different. All right? Now, perhaps if those rules, were, if it was still okay to do that, you wouldn't, uh, you'd have players that were just as devastating. But it was absolutely a different game. So, this is what happens, though, when you let 70-year-old guy in charge of your Twitter feed and, and here he is. Look at him now. Oh my God. Uh, getting old is such a bitch. Holy shit. You would never know that. Um, you would never know that this guy was, is considered to be one of the most devastating NFL defensive players that has ever existed. Audio check video check. Okay. So the first thing that he does, because the Bears are like, we need you to go and engage the fans, all right? We want you to have fun with our Twitter feed. So what does he do? He presses go live and then puts the phone in his pocket. Look at this. This is going out. 707,000 views. Home Bear. I know this is small for you on your screen, but still, you're not really seeing anything. Um, Butkus would then... Uh, let's see. Butkus engages the fans. He then would reveal himself with a proper video while standing inside Hallis Hall, the Bears' headquarters. Okay. Now, I actually, give him credit. If you're this old and you're still able to manage to do it, and I like how they make him do it on his own. It's a very Chicago Bears thing to do.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> guess where I'm at. Um... Uh... Here, give me a picture of myself with the number. Of course, it's backwards. I understand that. I'm new at this. I think
0: he was, at Hallis Hall, there's a number 51. His number that they retired, and all he wants to do is stand next to it, and it's all fucked up.
3: Say anything, but I just got their Twitter account password, so I'm doing this. That's a very Midwest
0: way to say password. Password. That is Chicago.
3: Holy shit. I think, don't say anything, but I just got their Twitter account password, so I'm doing this. Uh, there it is, 51. No, 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 it's
0: not. It's not. Uh, but Kiss Engage, a fan asked what his first order of business would be inside the Bears' main building. I don't know what that means. It appears he went with picture by my number first, though the number was invisible in a perfect selfie encompassing the entire Twitter chaos. Oh. Poor guy. Uh, So not long after, Butkus tweeted a note that he had made a mistake and wasn't sure how to delete it. He realized that the one video was like in his pocket. So he tweets out, I don't know how to delete it. I'm guessing some of you that are watching this show right now um, get this uh, feeling when I'm doing my show. Like, whenever I, I start showing you a video that there's no video, you're like, that's you. You're, you're the one doing that, except you're not in your 70s. Uh, so he tweeted out, oops, didn't mean to do that. Not sure how to delete on the Bears' Twitter feed. And then finally, someone takes a nice picture of him in front of his number at Hallis Hall. How are the Bears two and one, and the Lions are one and two? That's the question. By the way, DeAndre Swift out this week. If you have him in fantasy football, you should make the uh, make the adjustment. I'm taking on Ben Glaze in fantasy football this week. Excited about that. All right, off we go. Okay. Where am I now? I feel like I'm doing a dick butt kiss. Are you guys familiar with a uh, a uh, uh, TV show called The Try Guys? I guess they're. Uh, I guess it's a YouTube show. The The Try Guys. I hadn't heard of the Try Guys until this story about Ned Fulmer. Ned is one of the Try Guys. They are a viral YouTube comedy troupe. That they basically try shit, I guess. Uh, Maybe an amusement park ride or uh, a trend or something like that. And people love it. There's like millions of people who follow these guys. I had no idea who they were, but a lot of people do know who they are. Uh, In case you don't know, I've never seen or heard of the Try Guys. Okay. Okay. This, these are the try guys. All right. Uh, Left to right. This is Ned Fulmer right here. He's the one that's in trouble. I don't know this guy's name. I don't know this guy's name, but this one here stands out as one of the try guys. And I, um, this person may be identified later in life as not a guy or may be offended if this person is called a guy. And I'm basing that on the, well, I mean, take a look. You've, you, this, oh boy, you know, I don't even want to go and try to unpack gender these days. It is a very, very tricky business to be in, to be sure. Every day, gender gets more confusing. It's probably a safe bet to stay away because folks who are, um, uh, going through a gender metamorphosis, they have the power. They used to not have the power. And they're getting it right now. And if you fuck with people who are getting this power, you can get in big, big trouble these days. Now, what's annoying as hell is that African-Americans have been leapfrogged and transgender folks are people who are coming to grips with their gender or figuring out their gender as best as I can say. They now have more power than the African-Americans. African-Americans are still trying to be owners of NFL franchises and, uh, and NFL head coaches and the transgender people have just like leapfrogged them And now all this attention, everybody is like, I am on board with, even me. I am on board with transgender people. There was a time, even as recently as like one year ago, if someone dropped, hey, these are my pronouns, I'd say, fuck that. You're a guy. I don't think that way anymore. Another example of how diverse, woke, and together that i am i can be influenced when new information is presented i have an unbelievable ability to adapt to the world and that is one of the many things that makes me all a uh, very much better than all of you okay so when i see one of the try guys looking Well, I mean, let's just say it. Like a lady, but with a full beard and mustache. That's okay. I love that. It also uh, helps that I'm, as we've talked about before, a little gay. I'm very effeminate when I want to be. And a little gay. And you see, that all adds to the big picture. Of what is your old pal Eric Zane. Stevie says. Hold on. Stevie says. Hey honey,
3: how do you doing?
0: Then she says. You're opening your mind. And I love seeing it.
3: Hey honey, how how you doing?
0: Aram says. It doesn't even have to be new information. Sometimes Eric just finds out. From someone that he was wrong. And then he goes. I'm talking about me now. Huh. I see your point. You're right. Now I won't do that with any of the the deniacs. That will never happen. But anyway. Okay. Problem though. Ned there. The dude on, uh, on the opposite, the the guy who's looks like a lady, he cheated on his wife and man, everybody is killing this guy. It's over. they fired him from the try guys. Ned was discovered uh, some someone who loves the try guys saw him at a restaurant making out with some babe. And they took a picture of it and sent it to Ned's wife. Holy shit! Just like a a, a person who follows the show. Now, if you're Ned, you got to understand you're an, you're you're really rolling the dice. If you're gonna cheat on your wife, you got to go old school, man. You got to go no tell motel, and you got to keep this on the down low with the mistress. You can't be out like you like uh, like like the other guy in the try guys is. You got to be in the closet if you're having an affair. None of this go out and about and just make out with chicks, you idiot. Well, Ned got popped. And uh, the Try Guys said, enough, you're done. You are no longer part of the organization. He's been canceled by his crew. Ned wrote, family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus and I had a consensual workplace relationship. You can't do that these days. You see that guy who's the coach of the Celtics? He's out, of, he's out for a year. I'm sorry for any pain that my actions may have caused to the guys and the fans, but most of all to Ariel, his wife. The only thing that matters now is my marriage and my children, and that's where I'm going to focus my attention. Okay. So he's out, and I think that if you are going to try to fix a relationship after you cheat, and you lose your job because of the affair. I mean, that's a real smack across the face. With uh, That's a rock-bottom moment. That's a wake-up call right there. Uh, the group confirmed that Fulmer is no longer with the Try Guys as a result of a thorough internal review. We do not see a path forward together, they said in a statement. We thank you for your support as we navigate this change. Oh, my God. So that's it. They said goodbye. Uh, the news came hours after photos on Reddit showed Ned Fulmer kissing his colleague Alexandria a herring in a bar. Woo! What a mess. Someone said, try guy tries adultery. Ugh. The person who discovered them and posted it to Reddit, isn't it a wonderful time that we live in where you can be out and about At a restaurant, you're making out with your side piece. And while you're making out with the side piece, the kiss can start. Someone can take the picture. Before the kiss ends, millions of people have now seen it. What the fuck? If you describe that to someone in 1975, they'd have you committed. Holy shit. Quote, they weren't even trying to be private, said the Reddit user, the entire time they were making out. And that that's a little weird in the first place. I hate uh, PDAs, public displays of affection. I even get kind of worn out when I see people holding hands. Uh, Twitter confirmed Try Guys was the top trending topic on the platform on Tuesday. Another Reddit user said they had seen Fulmer and Herring attending a Harry Styles concert together on September 1st. All right. So now the guy's got to go back and try to fix it with the wife. Do you ever, like, uh, pay attention to people who get caught in affairs and then somehow, through the grace of God, the relationship gets salvaged? Somehow? Somehow, like, a combination of the guy's like, "Uh uh-oh, and then the woman, like, through a high level of grace, brings him back. It could be vice versa. It could be on, on the other, you know. I'm just using this as an example. Um, and then she, like, brings him back. Now, if he doesn't fuck up again, like, he doesn't do that again. And they put it in the rearview mirror and they fix it. I always admire those stories. I don't admire when it keeps happening, you know? Oh, yeah, we're trying to fix it. And then the guy keeps going back to the affair, does it all over again with another chick. Shaquille O'Neal was just talking about that. He said, hey,
3: I'm not going to indict the coach of the Celtics. I'm not going to indict Adam Levine because I did the same thing.
0: No, Shaq, you can indict because you're admitting it. You admitted that you did those things. I honestly sometimes feel bad for people who are the cheaters because that is that's fucking tricky. I I I understand. I understand what you're I can just picture myself. I can picture all of that. That seems very difficult. Affairs of the heart. Super easy to say, ah, oh, you piece of shit. It is true. It is. It is true. But you can still fix it, for God's sake. So anyway. Dude, Ned is out at the Try Guys. Fuck that. And now everybody who watches him is pissed off. Did John Mullaney do this? I, I saw there was something in the article about John Mullaney. Did John Mullaney just get involved in uh, or implicated in an affair? I know that the coach of the Celtics, Adam Levine, and now Ned Fulmer from the Try Guys... Did John Mulaney cheat on Anna Marie Tendler with Olivia Munn? Now, that's way back. That's like a year ago. Uh, Anna Marie Tendler breaks silence. My God, she's an absolute doll. Uh, After ex- after her ex-comedian, John Mulaney, got out of rehab, he announced that he was divorcing Tendler in May. However, he did not actually file for divorce until July. Uh, when he surprised the audience by saying that he had started dating actress Olivia Munn in the spring and that the two were expecting a baby together. And, oh, I don't, I don't this. Screw and... I don't care. I don't follow enough to know. It doesn't matter. Uh, Goodbye, Stevie. I love you. Thank you. She's got to go. I got a work conference. Have a good day. Stay safe. Of course. Kenny says, let me tell you what really happens. Take a piece of paper and crumple it up. Now try to flatten it out. Look at it. That's what cheating does to a relationship. Uh, Taken from experience. This man has lived it. He has lived it more than once. He's been through the ringer. What's wrong? Do you have like a pin or something? Do you have a small penis? And then, uh, they're like, "Look, I'm tired of this tiny dick. I need a new one." Is that what's happening? I'm totally kidding. Come on. How big's your penis? Is it your penis that's causing these issues? Hey Siri. Call high maintenance Kenny on speaker. How big's your penis? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me how big your it, penis is.
4: What?
0: There's, it has got it. Something's wrong. It's got to be your penis.
2: Oh, yeah, it's all me. It's all my fault.
0: Um, Okay, Tyler writes, take that with a grain of salt, though, about the paper. Kenny is, after all, a bigot and ignorant.
2: (laughs) That thing's funny, man. Like, almost every comment Tyler ever puts in there is hilarious. I
0: know it. And high-quality sniper hit ratio, because sometimes people might throw out a joke, and it's just like, you know, one out of five is funny, but I, I, think, I think he really has a high, I think he'd be an excellent writer. Like sometimes comedy shows there's a person right. writing jokes like Jackie, the joke man, Martling would write a joke out and give it to Howard and then Howard yeah. would take the credit for it. But I just like reading it and saying Tyler writes, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You described me. I'm like one, of, one out of five, right?
0: You're 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 actually you have a higher hit ratio than you think. And and yeah. and you actually make me laugh out loud. You have done that, you fucker.
2: Yeah, yesterday. I like it when it catches you off guard like that. Oh,
0: I, it, <laughs> it it makes me angry that I'm laughing. <laughs> All right, That's Kenny. Funny. Uh you have a good day, okay? Oh, I want to have a great day. I'm happy to hear that.
2: I got, got big plans.
0: All right, good deal.
2: All right, later. later. I didn't want to
0: ask what they were. He wanted me to ask him. I'm not going to do it. I'm not asking. I don't care. I don't care about you. All I care about is your penis. Let me see your penis. Send me a dick pic. advertise with the Eric Zane show podcast. You can do that by sending me an email and I'll tell you how it works. Send it on the Shoreliner or striping inbox, Eric at Eric We have the asshole of the day in moments. If you have any suggestions, please leave them in the chat. Before we get to that though, hello to Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. a trusted source for getting your domestic, Asian, or European vehicles repaired. Uh, Occasionally, I have to park and explain to you audience members that domestic means Chevrolet, Ford, Dodge, Chrysler, American-made companies. That's what domestic means. I actually got into a scenario the other day. Where after years of saying domestic, Asian, European, everything but Volkswagen, I had someone say, Stevie.
3: Hey, how do you you doing? Oh,
0: I got a Chevrolet. You don't fix those, do you? Hey, how do you you
3: doing?
0: And then when I pointed out, she said, oh, that was was a misunderstanding. No, that was a Joe Biden gaffe.
3: Hey, how do you you (laughs) doing? Fuck you, Eric. 616-532-6600.
0: 616-532-6600. Get your vehicles repaired at Irvine's. Find them online, Irvine's.com. And when it's it's ER E-R-V-I-N-S.com. One more day in the rip-roaring festival of uh, vaccine awareness month, September. Uh, today and tomorrow, Kent County Health Department. Uh, let me try that again. Kent County Health Department reminds you, That if you have little ones that are not immunized from measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, holy cow, what are you doing? Get those kids immunized today. Accesskent.com slash health is the website. Click on immunizations and off you go. They also have information about the WIC program. If money's a little tight and the uh, family is hungry, utilize the WIC program. You pay for it your whole life. You might as well. Uh, engage them and use it. I have t-shirts at Eric Check them out, pick one out and buy it and then mail it back to me when you get butthurt. I have a new theory about who sent the t-shirt and bobblehead back. I now am theorizing that it is John and Jenison. Pellerito was like, idiot, you should just go back and see who bought those t-shirts. I don't have, that's the first thing I did, actually. I don't have that access. And the only reason, um, I mean, I had suspected it was Mike, but I didn't say it was Mike until Mike said, I did that. Uh, then my uh, the cop who was investigating it, he said, I pointed that out to him. I go, what are we going to do about this? He goes, well, I'm going to call him. So Mike put himself into that spot by jokingly admitting that I, I actually don't believe Mike did it anymore. Um, because of honestly, the reasons Mike said made sense. I mean, Mike's an asshole, but what he said does make sense. So I now think it was John and Jennison who did that. Uh, he's also super dramatic. They're all super dramatic, but anyway, I want to fight John too. And Pellerito. So They all can line up ringside one at a time. I will fight all of them uh, until I kick all their asses or they knock me out, one or the other. Let's do it. Charity event. Um, Each combatant has to put up $10,000 to go to the AT Children's Project. And you may not fight if I get knocked out. So we can raise a ton of money. Uh, I'll let you dumbasses come up with... uh, Whether or not you're going to do it, let me know, and I will fight you. Otherwise, shut up. I especially want to kick the ass of all those women. Uh, They need a boxing match in their life. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you and your small or medium-sized business needs to upgrade your tech, think about Blue Frost. 616 Reach out, and uh, they will schedule a 30-minute complimentary consultation. All right. One more, and then we have the asshole of the day. There's comedy this weekend starting tonight. Josh Blue is in town Thursday, Friday, Saturday in West Michigan. Fullhousecomedy.com. Go see a comedy show, FullHouseComedy.com. Comments, questions, concerns. Nick, the electrician, says, what size T-shirt was it? If it's extra small, it was Nick. No, Nick's a big boy. Nick is about five foot one, but he weighs about 389. He is morbidly obese. And he looks to be about 57, 58. But he's twenty. He's a he's despicable. He's going to be dead by the time he's twenty three. My God. Um, uh, John and Mike are completely different sizes. Of course, it would be that know it all fucking. Of course, it would be that know it all fucking idiot. John and Jenison. Oh yeah, John and Jenison's a huge dick. Huge dick. Stevie says the fight would be Andy Kaufman style. Aram asked Kevin, Kevin, have you been booted from their group? Wear your dad's tube socks and shorts for the boxing match. Great idea, Jimmy. Jimmy's quite a character too on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, All right. Wait a minute. Aram, Kevin, have you been booted from their group? And then Aram says, wow, he mentioned my name behind my back, and I have never mentioned his. I don't know what you mean by that. What are you talking about? I'm clueless. Okay, let's do the asshole of the day, because I got to pee again. Yesterday, it was sweet Kate for destroying all the treadmills. All right. Do you think when um what's her name? God, what the fuck is her name again? The lady I gave the flooring to. Her name isn't Kate. What is her name? Lisa. Do you think when Lisa goes in to um Lady Jane's haircuts for men to get the Karen? She just holds up a picture of Kate Gosselin and says, I want to look like this. And they go, we don't do the Karen. You have to go to sport clips. All right, I'm going. I'll, I'll spend my money elsewhere. Hurricane destroys Florida. Joe Biden. Oh, No. Um, the asshole of the day is White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Oh, my God. And then she has the nerve to get mad at people and refer to them as rude because they're pressing her about Joe Biden's brain being made of meatloaf. Oh, my God. What the fuck is going on here? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the conclusion of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you for being part of it. If you've enjoyed it, please consider donating 5 or $10 a month to keep the podcast growing on Patreon, where I over-deliver on the amount of content that you can possibly get 15-plus hours for you on Patreon. Have a good one, folks. Till next time. Thank you.